Fred Film Radio, Venice Film Festival, Italy. Ladies and gentlemen, konasatatu. <laughs> My name is Matt Micrucci. This is Fred Film Radio, and we are still at the 79th Venice International Film Festival, the most long-standing international film festival in the world. Did I say my name? My name is Matt Mikucci. I'll say it again. Just in case you don't know it. Just in case you haven't heard it the first time. This is, I think, the sixth daily from the Lido. And I'll be leaving earlier. So I don't know what you're going to do for your daily coverage of the uh, Venice Film Festival. I don't know how you'll get by without me. I'm sure someone will kind of cover for me. Till then, you know, we're still here and... The films are still rolling. I hope you've been enjoying our intensive kind of schedule of stars and artists who are presenting their works here. We've been working intensely uh, both here and in our other studio down there. And uh, great content that you can look out for both on all of our social media, including, of course, Facebook, including Instagram, including YouTube and what have you, you know. Everywhere, And also check out all our podcasting on fred.fm. You'll find all of our different channels in different languages there. And if you speak one of them, it's your lucky day. We got many of them, so you have no excuse. Guys, how are you doing? I'm good. Uh, today has been my best day in Venice in a long time because I got to interview... You know, a couple of legends from the old Emerald Isle, which if you don't know me, which... How the hell does that work out? Uh, uh, oh, am I allowed to say hell? I said it again. Okay. Uh, how does that work out if you don't know? I was born in Italia, but I grew up in Ireland. And I've been living there since I was a baby. And, so, and I've been specifically living in County Galway. So it was particularly great to watch a film that was shot in County Galway. But really, it was shot on an island off the coast of County Galway. It was shot in, uh, in Inishirin, which is an island that doesn't exist, but really half of it was shot in Inishmore, which I used to play there with my band, Lexington 125. We used to play the American Bar, which is one of maybe two bars that are there. But it's a lovely place. The Iron Islands, people from all over the world visited. And listen, the movie is called The Banshees of Inishirin, and it's by one of the great filmmakers of our time, Martin McDonough. And uh, he's British-Irish, but... Uh, He's returning to a place that inspired his early playwriting works, uh, which is awesome because he really was inspired by the landscape as well. And not only that, he reunites the team of, of the great, the on-screen duo of the great film in Bruges from 2008, which is an awesome film that I can't wait to revisit when I get home in a few days. Guess where? Uh, and um, Bruges, that's where I'm going. No. And... Um, the film, yeah, Colin Farrell and uh, Brendan Gleeson, who both were sitting there. Now, remember yesterday when I mentioned at the end of the daily that if I didn't get enough time with them, I would not return to Venice? Well, I guess I'm coming back if Red Film Radio will have me. And if I'm still around, if, if I don't, if there's no plane accidents in the meantime but listen let's let's hope not uh so i did get enough time with them uh and i got enough time with martin mcdonough which is awesome i mean you know the, the, the films he's done is just incredible and and his playwright work is unbelievable and then you know his, his brother too is not too bad you know what i mean so uh it's all good and and, and kerry condon the uh 
the great uh, actress in the film, the emotional heart of the movie, was also here. She kind of was the first interview we did. So I hope you enjoyed them. And what about the film? I don't know whether it's still it's embargoed. You can't really mess with Disney too much. That's why you'll see me wearing masks. They specifically requested that we all wear masks. The talent didn't wear masks. I did. But it's probably for the best. Because look, look at this face. What are you going to do with this face, huh? Not much. So, um, so if you watch the interviews, I'm wearing a mask in them. But it's me. I promise you it's me. Uh, can I say something about... Am I allowed to say something? Guys, what do you think? Am I allowed to say something about this film? It's not about that. I'm going to say it's good. It's a good film. It's a great film. It's an awesome film, but I'm not going to get into it too much. But maybe I'll just read out the plot. Uh, the story is of two lifelong friends who find themselves at an impasse when one abruptly ends their relationship with alarming consequences for both of them. That doesn't really give too much away, but... You know, it's set in the time of the Irish Civil War. doesn't really get into the politics of the times, but it's kind of, you know, uh, Martin McDonough's way of playing around with a mix of reality and fiction and uh, really works well to really support a story that, at the end of the day, is not just about the sacrifices that people make in order to pursue a career in the arts or maybe an artistic journey or uh, pursue personal goals and projects of their own, but also just about the decisions we make in life, the impact it has on the lives of others and the impact it has on our own lives. We're constantly making decisions that affect us in these ways. So, I, uh, But it's told by Martin McDonough. So if you're aware of his cinema, it's very kind of like... It is. It can, it can get very dark, but you can also laugh in a scene that's the darkest one ever. So, I mean, it's like, it's a very peculiar mix of emotions. And in particular, though, I must emphasize that the fact that it's filmed, you know, in rural Ireland kind of gives it a, a visual depth, a, a kind of mythological twist that really I don't remember seeing ever when I think about it. Maybe there have been other examples of such films shot in Ireland, but, um, but uh, not produced by Disney, I don't think. Unless, Dar- what, was that, what was that film, Darby, Gill and the, the Little People? Did anyone remember that? That film <laughs> is probably the most discriminating film for, for Irish people. I, I don't know. Comment in the section below if you remember that film. That was by Disney, I think, or was it Warner Brothers? Either way. Or uh, what's another really bad film set in Ireland? Waking Ned, I think, is really ridiculous. Uh, yeah, there's a couple of them. But this one, this one has nothing to do with those films. It is the latest by Martin McDonough, so I would suggest that you check it out. So I think, you know, if, even if there's an embargo, we, we said, I said nice things about it. I mean them, so go for it. Very dark. And... Um, Next up is a film I did not watch, but I know that Federica watched it, so maybe she can she can kind of let me know what she thought of it. The whale, beautiful, beautiful, she says. The whale or the film? The film. Okay, the film, she says, and uh, it's directed by Darren Aronofsky. Who there's a hilarious bit in one, and no, they're not going to get to see it in, on YouTube actually. But check it if you check it out on uh, on Facebook. There's a hilarious bit where he where he says kind of very really like uh, determined with determination not to close the door because in fairness it does kind of look like oh I I meant I, déjà vu moment. I think I mentioned this moment in the last day last week yesterday's daily, so I'm not going to mention it again. But the whale, yeah, I did, yeah, didn't I? I have a tendency to repeat myself. I have, you know, I have short-term memory loss. I have short-term memory loss. 
I have short-term memory loss. Oh, does he? Okay, the protagonist of the film, Federica, says, off-field without a mic. Do you want to talk? Do you want to say something about the... Just a couple of lines, please. 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 From here. Yeah, yeah, from there. Can I give you a microphone? Yes, please. Okay. She is going to say a few things. This is microphone number two. I hope my fly is zipped. Oh, there's no zip in my fly, actually. It's buttons. Federica, our social media manager who has seen The Whale by Darren Aronofsky starring the great Brendan Fraser in his comeback role. Yes. What did you think of the film? Can I t- I'll, t- I'll tell the story first okay, so that bye. the audience knows. It's about a reclusive English teacher living with severe obesity who attempts to reconnect with his estranged teenage daughter for one last chance at redemption. So far, it sounds exactly, exactly like the plot of The Wrestler. It is the same plot of The Wrestler. What in the hell is going on? I just read it and I'm like, what? Uh, so. Yes, it's kind of... Is it the same film? Not really. I think uh, it, this is based on a... Story. A th- yes. A, th- th- a theatrical uh, a, a drama. Oh, okay, okay. And and it's all in uh, in the house of the protagonist. Uh, yes. we can we don't see the outside, so it's very oh like those shows mm, like Carnage of Polanski, or like Carnage of Polanski, which is not a good film. Probably Come his worst on, film. Come on, it's I, amazing. You, you're the only person I know who likes that film. Does anyone comment in the section below if you <laughs> like Carnage? I know I have no I don't know what you like about that film. But anyway, but but it, you're allowed to. You're allowed to. It's fine. It's just me. Probably me. I know I am allowed. Yeah. <laughs> I give you permission. Thank no, you. No, of course. Thanks. Oh, Anyway, Brandon oh, Fraser yeah. is amazing. Uh, it's a very touching performance. And probably, I think he will be nominated for the Oscar. Because Ooh. we know well, the Academy the loves, loves the transformations comebacks. and stuff. Yes. And they didn't really give Michael Keaton his award, though, in Birdman. Mm? They didn't really give Mike, Michael Keaton his award in Birdman, or did he win the Oscar for Birdman? Because no, that was kind of his so. comeback film, right? No, I don't know. I don't think he did. Comment in the section below <laughs> if Michael Keaton won that award. And Michael Keaton's an excellent... What are we talking about Michael Keaton? It's Brendan Fraser. What, what, what do people know Brendan Fraser from? Do you know that Michael Keaton will reply his uh, role of Batman, I don't know where... Oh. One of the next Because films. the world needs another Batman movie. Oh. Because we need Michael Keaton. Uh, well, we do need... Well, I do like him. Yeah, I do like him. He's good. The founder was awesome. The one about uh, the McDonald's mm. guy. That was... It's not a good film, but he is so good in that film that I was like, man, he can elevate the standards of a movie. And he's got this face that's like... Anyways, again, you know, there's why an interesting connection between Michael Keaton and uh, Brendan Fraser That's because Michael Keaton did this film, uh, um, and uh, with the, the relationship with the daughter that was still unborn, but he was dying and he taped these uh, messages. So there's relationship between father and daughter, like the whale. Amazing. Exact. Oh yeah, that's right. But also, Mickey Rourke, another guy who made a comeback with the wrestler, and now he's gone again. Yeah. But ta- let's go back to the whale. You liked it then? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. He's. I mean, I like the wrestler. So if it's like the wrestler, 
I probably won't, won't like the whale. But but you're saying it's not because it's in one. Already, I'm interested because it takes place in, in his house, just entirely in his house. Handy, quarantine. Hello, can't really go anywhere. Let's shoot a movie in one place. That saves everybody time and effort. Yeah, yeah. it's very smart. Now, Brendan Fraser was actually here. Mm-hmm. He always strikes me as an incredibly shy guy. Was he incredibly shy? Yes, absolutely. Mm. It was lovely. He was and lovely. He is lovely. Yeah. I told him that I really liked the film, and he was yes. with these big eyes, and he said, oh, really, did you see it? And he said, yes. And yeah. I said, oh, thank you. So kind. Yeah, he's, he's, he's great. Well, I mean, you know, my childhood, you know, the mummy. I mean, how can you? Those films are the first Do you like one. the mummy? Yes, I do. I like the mummy. I, 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 I'm as you know, Federica. I'm not the biggest nerd when it comes to those movies, but the mummy was was good. It was like, um, it honestly was like a, a blast from the past. The old mummy films, the romantic leading star, but also he's kind of a klutz, so it was really fun. Yeah, that's you know, I like Blast from the Past too. I thought that was a good film. It's a lot of fun, you know. You know the one where he goes underground. Yeah, it's in a time capsule, and then mm-hmm. he comes out, and it's like, it's the modern age, and he's a child, when he goes down, he comes back up, he's a grown man, and he's like, completely lost in the modern world. I, I thought that was a good film. And what else? I mean, I, he's, he's, he's been in a few, he's been in a few. George of the Jungle. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's a good film. Guys, again, I'm not the biggest fan of these films, but George of the Jungle is like a good film. Like, this is fun, you know? It's like Ace Ventura. And uh, I had. Yeah, I don't know With that. Steve Buscemi. What's, what's it called? And Adam Sandler. I don't know that one. What's it called? I had. Uh, no, no, no nobody know, knows whatever. it. Okay, well, anyways, he's back. The whale, everybody has had great things to say about it. So, Federica's, it's got Federica's approval. Honestly, it's probably one of the favorites to win. Because, again, redemption story, everyone was dying for a Brendan Fraser comeback. And I think he's, he's making it. Even though he doesn't look like the film star that he was back in the day because he was a heartthrob. Uh, but who cares? I mean, men age. So, Women age, so what? I mean, we need to. We need people to look real. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so good, good. I'm. I'm still gonna check it out. Darren Aronofsky is is a cool director. So, what's your favorite film of the of Aronofsky? Two, The Wrestler and Requiem for a Dream. Except, I'm never gonna see Requiem for a Dream again. But I was talking about it with this friend of mine, Davy Ryan. I don't know if you're watching, but we were literally talking about it a few days ago. Here's the thing about Requiem for a Dream. The premise is freaking hilarious, but the movie is so depressing. But when you think about the premise, right, these kids decide to make money selling drugs, right? Fair enough. You, you, you do what you can to survive and prosper and whatever. I mean, you know, all the greatest. Hip- but then one freaking night, they, they decide to just, huh, huh, you know, let's, let's have some of this drug. No, I don't think we should. Yeah, yeah, sure, that's fine. I mean, oh, you know, we have to know what we're selling, and so what? We 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 won't we won't do more than that. You know, every now and again, we just test it out, see if it's good stuff. And next thing you know, they're all freaking, they're all junkies, and their lives is shambles. And that's that's yeah, that's so. I'm never going to watch it again. It's way too depressing, but it was awesome. And uh, one film I don't like, The Fountain. That was awful. 
Let's move on. Nobody likes that. I agree. Shame on you, Darren Aronofsky. <laughs> What's about that. mother? Yes, something. Mother. <laughs> Let's carry on. Uh, immensity. Uh, don't make me... Yeah, he's a hit and miss director, but he's always interesting to watch. So kind of like, you know, uh, a few people. Mm. Immensity. I don't know anything about this film. Uh, it's it, by Emanuele Crialese, but I should mention it because Penelope Cruz was was here. She cruised down the, uh, up here to the studios. She cruised da- up. She cruised up here to the studios. I was trying to be clever, but I kept tripping on my it's words. It's a so. super inner joke because uh, she had a, uh, a relation with a relationship with the Tom. That's Cruise. not what I meant. I but, but imagine, but imagine, I, I completely. I don't. You know, I don't know about this stuff. Did, did she really? I thought it was speculation. But imagine if they did get together and it would be so handy, like, you know, for just correspondence. Because people would just be like, cruise forward slash Z. Because it's like, you know, a couple of letters are, are the same. But it would have been weird, I guess. It's almost like being married to someone who shares your second name. And there's always that suspicion <laughs> that you're some kind of freaky people into freaky stuff. Uh, McDonough is a very common second name, by the way. So I, I know a couple. Both of them are McDonough's. Anyways, Immensity. Emanuele Crialese, one of the uh, top directors of his generation. Uh, I don't know anything about this film, but I'll just read it. I mean, it's a story of, of love between Clara and her children, set in Rome in the 70s. This tells me nothing. But um, Chiara has seen it. What she... Wait, did I get a message off her? I did ask her to send me a message. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I got it. Hold on. Three hours later. Anybody watch SpongeBob SquarePants? That was a reference to that. I did get a message, but nothing. Nobody says. People, huh. Nobody, hmm. Who? Tell okay. us. People want to know. Nah, it's fine. It's, uh, it's all good, folks. Um, no, no, she did not. But uh, I'm going to pretend that I'm her and say it was great. Crialese is, is a really good director. So, and Penelope Cruz is, I guess, one of the, the, the uh, star, actor and acting stars of our time, really. She's one of the most acclaimed actors around. And if you want to know more about uh, the film, you, you should check out the actual interview because I don't know what to say about it. Um, Maybe we'll have someone in the following shows who will say a little more about these films that I have not seen. What's in the lineup uh, for tomorrow? Maybe we should start talking about who actually is going to come in the next day so that people know whether it's worth tuning in. I know that I am hopefully going to be interviewing Tilda Swinton. And uh, she's got the eternal daughter going on. Uh, Oh, we should also mention Harry Styles was in our studio before, you know, the Irish fellas... Uh, and uh, and la- last season. Uh, so uh, if you're a Harry Styles fan, which you know a lot of people are, I'm I'm not because. Uh, but whatever, you. I don't like Timothy Chalamet either. Everybody likes him too. I'm weird. I'm the weird guy. I know what I'm talking. But listen, if you want to check it out, he was here with Chris Pine. I I don't you know whatever about him. They're very popular dudes. You know what I'm saying? But very controversial film. Not because of the film, but because of the behind the scenes stuff. And uh, we won't get into it. But the director was not one of the interviewees. Why is that? She decided not to do the interviews. No, 
she did the interviews to the other And one, she didn't come in she here? She didn't come here. Mm, we don't like that. We don't like that at all. Nope. Bah. Well, who okay, else we, we can have? forgive her. Who else did we have? What's on the lineup for tomorrow, Federica? Seeing as you're now the co-host of this daily. <laughs> I ca- at least I can play off somebody, even though you're not on screen. I think tomorrow will be an amazing day. Let's go for it. Let's see. So we've got the Eternal Daughter. Yes. That's Joanna Hogg. And, uh, and uh, Tilda Swinton. Another great actress of our time. Oh. Actor. Dead for a dollar. Dead for a dollar. That's Arthur Hill. Yeah. Now let me tell you, son. That's a Western, right? See, the West... It is. It sounds like a Western. I don't know. I'm not sure. But the Biennale Cinema... <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Uh, the the Fest- Venice Film Festival always has a Western in the program. So I guess this is a Western. I mean... Sounds like it. Willem Dafoe's in it. So Willem Dafoe, good friend of Fred Film Radio, will be in our studio, you know, so that's good. Let's remember our, your amazing interview. Yeah, I, yeah. And what's even more amazing is I had In a actually, hotel room. Yeah, what's amazing is, now that makes it sound like something happened. No, nothing. I didn't say anything. Willem Dafoe, such a great, great guy. So prolific. He's, he's, he's in everything. So how does he find the time to, to do everything? And It'd be um, amazing. Yeah, he's good. I like his face. Very, very real face. What's your face. favorite William Defoe film? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's made so many. I like... Um, I don't know. I, it's too hard. It's too difficult. Uh, I want to say Antichrist because that's definitely the one that I think of before everything when I think of Willem Dafoe because of that scene that's that I've already mentioned in a previous deity but I I, there's loads there's loads he's just a good presence in movies hell I even liked him in Spider-Man I thought he was the best thing in it I like the Sam Raimi Spider-Man there you go I said it I don't hate all superhero films I just the new ones very not my not my thing are we done? Wrapping it up? Yes. I think we're, we're out of things to say. Arthur Hill is receiving a Career Achievement Award, by the way. So we should mention that. Guys, it's been a good day. So I'm happy. Uh, hopefully tomorrow I will have enough time here with uh, Tilda Swinton. I've w- wanted to meet her for a very long time. She's, she's, um, she looks like a very interesting person. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, if you want to keep up with all of our content, the best way to do it is just to check out all of our social media. But in particular, I would suggest checking out Instagram. Very popular. It's blowing up because we had Harry Styles here in... Uh, in uh, is that his real name? It's a good name. I don't know. Harry Styles. You know, it sounds like a good name for a pop star. Is Matt Mikuchi your real name? No. So... But uh, it's, it's, it is my art name, my pen name. When I, when I applied for a, for a visa in Russia, I had to put down my pen name. It was so crazy. <laughs> they actually have a slot for you. If you have a pen name, you have to write it down. And your boy, you want to write it down if you have a pen name. They'll find out and they'll get you. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, Got myself in a cul-de-sac. How do I get out of this? All right, so uh, watch our social media, Instagrams, Facebook. Thank you very much. Oh, YouTube, better quality videos. So check those out. For all of the other podcasts, Fred.fm, 
And uh, we'll see you. We'll catch you tomorrow anyways. Have a great time. I'm getting into the Mark, Mark Cousins uh, voice. Okay, everybody. We'll see you later. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Stay strong. And stay tuned to Fred Film Radio, the Festival Insider. Ciao. Fred Film Radio. 24-7 on Fred.fm and smartphone apps.